Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Before we continue where we left off, let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Hannah, will you begin? I am Hannah, playing Winnie, Guardian of the Shared Sky. Brennan? I am Brennan, playing Brother Arcos Gerard, <laughs> Freest of Furia. Rob? I, I am Rob, playing Magnusville, Master of Day Night. And I am Amelia Som, your GM, and the halls of the catacombs are illuminated by warm torchlight and ember sigils, such that even if you were to go through and blow out the ever-glowing torches, there would still be a soft, warm glow in the darkness from the runes that have been carved in the ground and the walls inlaid with the brickwork that carves out the opening of this expansive tomb. As you walk, there is no sound except for the tap of your heels through the smooth, smooth ground. Askrath pipes up and says, all right, so obviously I haven't gone into the far depths of the crypt from whence no one returns uh, on account of I've returned. Um, but this first area is pretty clear. We'll walk for about 50 feet. There are some tunnels off on either side. Those lead to smaller crypts and mausolea. They guard the souls and the remnants of bodies of past saints. I assume you, Arcos, will be buried there one day. And 
yeah we'll just we'll just keep going it'll get weird you'll know it gets weird but i figured y'all don't actually want the like guided tour so we can just keep on walking <laughs> um magnus is gonna drop his disguise and turn back into his normal form and uh raise his hand and actually uh say um actually i would appreciate a guided tour thank you very much as Karath, like, looks over at you, kind of gives you a little once-over, and rolls her eyes. Yeah, I figured you were around here somewhere. I didn't want to cause too much of a fuss, since this is a matter of business and all that, and didn't want to take away from the festivities. But uh, I am very much interested in knowing as much as we can about the crypts before we get too far into danger. Um, okay, well, uh, this part of the crypt, uh, predates this epoch, so most of the bodies here are actually dust. Um, I oversee the maintenance and, uh, upkeep of this area, making sure it's clean, making sure all of the reliquaries are where they need to be. There are items of Incredible religious importance housed here, which I will not list to you, Magnus. And putting putting a pen and paper down. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and basically, the further you go through the crypts, the older it gets. So, uh, as you may notice along the walls, you'll see these a mix of stucco and oil paintings that. I pay homage to the deeds of a lot of different heroes who did a lot of different things by killing all the right people and saving all the right people and uh, that's that's mostly what's in here um, it gets weird as you get down I mean a lot of this is reflected in uh, stories I assume you haven't really read any of our uh, church's literature kind of looking at you Magnus um, I don't know that that would necessarily be the case. Um, I think Magnus is probably pretty well read on most things magical at this point. I think that would be accurate. Um, probably a lot of the more, like, relevant history. Actually, no, I think Magnus would have liked all of the folk stories as well of these random heroes and yeah. things. Um, but yeah, but she still says that. I think you might be surprised at how much I have taken an interest in the stories of other religions. But, uh, so are we in, like, a big circular room with all these murals, or, like, a big open space, or are the murals sort of just, like, on the halls and the walls? They're in the halls and the walls. Um, basically, like, uh, it'll be, like, a large mural, and then an opening to a, a breaking off hallway, and then another mural. And if you kind of look, it, peek into those hallways that break off, you see there are more murals and, like, actual, like, uh, you know, stone coffins and crypts and, uh, some cases altars even um some of them there has been food uh, all of them have lit candles uh there are many things that are gilded with gold and silver that are bright and reflective uh more so in those rooms and uh you would notice or at some point Askarath would point out that the murals and the oil paintings and the stuccos that are or the not the stuccos the frescos 
that are uh, outside of a hallway surrounding it are usually about the people who are in it. And if you go in those, and she will show you at some point, like kind of going in there, like they tell the story. Um, and uh, at one point she does kind of get a little into it, describing like how if you go uh, from the left to the right around on the painting, it's actually sort of telling the story in vignettes. And uh, you would have read this one about uh, a man named Frar who uh, was able to single-handedly defeat a horde of beasts that were uh, plaguing this one village um, that were sent by, you know, conjured by some evil wizard on the missive of some, you know, wrathful god. Um, And so as you recognize that story, you can also see it in the pictures and that sort of thing. and she takes a turn every now and then the hallway kind of much like the in a way that is reflective of the layout of the city where things spread out in fractals and also the layout of the uh, cathedral of the temple Um, it is very winding and it is very hard to keep your way if you don't know where you're going Um, this is definitely a bit more rigid and like kind of level geometric than a lot of the organic shapes uh, that were kind of the layout of the town above. But it seems to be sprawling out about the size of the city. You've been walking for quite some time. Um, so I think like as Magnus is getting this tour, I think he's going to like keep asking Askarath like interested questions about the murals and like how she takes care of them and like all these interesting questions just sort of like build a rapport with her a little bit um but i also want to um cast detect arcana um which has a duration of five which i don't know what that means still five rounds five rounds okay so i guess that wouldn't be best for just like passive exploring then Mm mm-hmm Okay, never mind that. It'd be great um, if you want to target a specific thing. Okay. So if you I wanted see. to cast it in, like, one area, this place is pretty repetitive. Um, I, I guess I think instead I maybe want to make, like, just a research check to, like, keep scanning the murals as we go to see if I notice any stories that seem to relate to the blight or the browed or the browl. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So research for me is going to be a d10. Hmm. That was not great. Um, it's a six. Okay. With a six, um, you don't get a ton about the Browl. Um, the, well, the crypts are ancient. Um, it's kind of, okay. So there's kind of a mixed layout here. Uh, you have something that is older than quite a bit of recorded history, um, but it also is laid out in such a way that uh, initially, like the rooms and the the like crypts and the the catacombs that you start out with, tend to be pretty old, and then they kind of get newer before they get older again. If that makes sense, uh, the way this sort of branches out, you just have areas that. Um, like any if this was made in the previous epoch there are saints and people who have died in this present epoch and they need to be buried somewhere so um you you can get the sense that 
just from looking at these. Uh, some of these graves have been moved to make room. So while generally the further back you are getting uh, in distance, you're going back further in time, there are some random anomalies. And there are some other hallways that sort of branch off. It um, There's a very particular like sorting algorithm that determines where a new dead body goes. So that way you don't just get them all up at the front or all at the very end. Um, this place is laid out in a fractal sort of design. Um, you do not ah, have yes. any idea what that would look like. I'm familiar with this formula. It's the discounted corpse flow analysis. It's every good mage knows that this formula can be used. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so we're looking for information that is older than uh, the current epoch and maybe quite a bit older maybe like some of the oldest recordings that this crypt has oh i know so where do you think we should start looking for that where do you think i'm taking you well i'm sort of getting lost amongst the roots here um you mentioned that it's incredibly dangerous in certain parts why exactly is that the case there are ancient magics all throughout this place. Furia has existed since the beginning. The way the church functions and operates and worships and observes and the secrets they hold and the way they guard those secrets, those are all the last epoch, maybe the previous one. So there are a lot of unknowns which means that there are dangerous things laid out there. The reasoning behind their existence has been lost to time. And uh, their purpose is unknown. Well, I think the obvious solution and... Well, from my experience, when one puts magical traps in a dungeon, not to misname your lovely crypt, but it is sort of dungeony, it's usually to protect others from getting something valuable. So, I suppose that would mean that we're on the right track once we start seeing magical beasties and such. Also can be to protect people from getting into things they don't understand. Mm, I somehow don't think that that's the conclusion that I'm supposed to draw. Well, far be it from me to question your will. <laughs> I I knew seeing you two interact would bring me some level of joy. Um, speaking of not touching things we're not supposed to touch, <clears throat> Craig, um, can you make sure that... Uh, make sure that... Heron doesn't touch anything he shouldn't touch, will you? What? <laughs> well, I was going to say something. You, n- never mind. Let's let's just all make sure we don't dismember ourselves today. I'm gonna look back at both Craig and Heron. Just don't touch anything you guys don't want the consequences of, yeah? I could use more consequences, frankly, so... I swear. <laughs> Alright, that's on you, then. 
Wow, that was some straight up cap from Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Cap in America Um, over here. (laughs) So, uh, while I'm. Can I do something similar to what what Magnus is doing, except uh, when it comes to the the folk stories and the the depictions and the murals? I would like to know if I feel any uh, spiritual or uh, connection to Furia or gods of any kind or anything. Alright. Uh, what can I roll for that? Um, what skills do you have? Well, so um, there's of course just a raw spirit check, but we also have arcane, um, faith. Um, those are probably the only two that would make sense. If you're going for a connection, I would say faith. Got it. A god comes out and smacks you in the face, saying you need to do better. I can't uh, wait for Furia to actually do that. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> that is a 10. Okay, with a 10, you are um, walking through these. Uh, some of the pictures and stories you recognize, they have very clear iconography. Others, you don't. Um, even these stories, which are preserved in some sense, are kind of lost to general memory, except for maybe people who dedicate their entire lives to studying it. And you reach out, trying to feel some connection to the god you think has left you. And there's not nothing. There isn't the clarity of purpose and voice Um, But there is a sort of resonant kind of feeling of uh, being here in these catacombs, descending further from things you know, things you don't know. Um, A lot of the iconography of Furia that you've come to recognize the second nature in some of these paintings is entirely non-existent or entirely different. Um, But... There's something all of these stories have in common is death. That is the greatest certainty of them all. Things that are dead do not change. They are an eternal sort of present. And I think that thought hits you as you wander through. And you all walk for the better part of an hour down these winding hallways. At some point you notice they're ever so slightly sloped. You begin to take stairs that take you to lower and lower levels, smaller than the ones uh, previous above. It would seem that in the recent, probably better part of a millennium, they have taken to just spreading wider, whereas it's almost as if when this crypt was would have been made that someone would have dug down as far as they could to start laying the first rooms. Or that's what it feels like as you descend stairs and wind hallways and descend and wind. And what were very pristine oil, painting, oil paintings and clear frescoes, um, you see... Those were almost like a cookie cutter. 
every single room had the same thing um which would make sense for a god like furia you would think to yourself except as you go older the paintings become a bit more experimental in some way or another they're flaking off i'm thinking of the way that the last supper uh because it was like leonardo da vinci experimenting with different painting types some of them have that level of disrepair that can't really ever be fixed you can just slow it uh as karath as you start descending lower and lower levels mentions that she doesn't venture down here very often if at all um the stories of light that you've come to associate with Furia and the paintings, these are past ones that even you, Magnus, would have recognized from story. In fact, maybe these, these writings and these carvings are all that remains of the stories that people once shared around campfires. And... <laughs> This is a truly bizarre and enlightening experience, Askarath. I've seen fragments of broken stories throughout my travels, and now I'm being able to pair some to some actual first-hand sources. Yeah, it really is something else. And the other stories that you saw, which were very clear, good triumph over evil, the power of you know, bright, warm sunlight cleansing all that it touches are now different scenes. It seems light and darkness being wielded at the same time. You see iconography not entirely unlike how you think someone would depict the blight and the browl. Alongside uh, the images and... uh, trappings of Furia and those who worship them. Hmm. Mortalia would have loved these. Yeah, they're um, not the kind of stories that we tend to learn. Why do you think that is, Asgareth? People change. Religions change. I think the church takes the role that it needs to in its time. This is from over a thousand years ago. Who knows what the world looked like then? Time is a flat circle. I think that what was true back then can stay true today. I don't wonder if maybe the darker aspects of Furia's history, the conflict with this dark force that we're seeing scattered along the walls, maybe meant something more important than we would assume today. Look like a conflict to you? Hmm. In the same way that light always clashes with the dark. A dance of equals that never resolves, but one cannot exist without the other. Interesting take. We'll see how it develops when we see more. Yeah, you keep going down. Um, these depictions, less paintings, and more carvings of creatures you don't recognize. Tales still unknown. 
and you get to a low level. It's hard to have kept track at this point, maybe seven or eight stories equivalents down. And Askarath kind of stops, and there is an open sort of doorway, an archway, that is just pitch black. And as you've been coming down these halls, that those runes that were carved into the floors and walls with their warm glow uh, never ended, even after I think the second or third story down, the torchlight stopped appearing. But here it is, it's as if someone just painted a black shape on the wall, like there's a veil between here and what lies next. And uh, this is the end. People go in there, don't come back. Askarath, as when was the last time somebody traversed through this doorway? Uh, three years ago. What was the purpose of their exploration? Same purpose as you, trying to figure out a solution to everything that's going on. How many of them were there? Eight. Eight! Hmm. Were they novices, trainees, or...? They were some of the people in the best position to have done what they did. They didn't come back. All right, gang. It looks like we're all dead. Who's with me? Crypt of certain death, that's what we signed up for. (laughs) Well, obviously, I'm not going to be leaving here until I've taken a good look around. But, uh, Julian, uh, Heron, and Craig, I would not ask you to go to some place that's literally called the Tomb of Certain Death if you were not 100% certain you were willing to gamble with your life today. I, of course, am going to go, but ye need not take the risk yourselves if you do not wish. Aaron says, where you go, I go. Right on. Uh, and Craig says, I wouldn't have come this far if I wasn't intended on finishing. And you, Julian? We've had certain death before, so... That was fine. Alright, well... <clears throat> It's a good thing everybody signed a waiver. Um, and Magnus is going to stretch out a little bit before conjuring uh, a little ball of fire to sort of light up the doorway and see if it's just like pitch, pitch black or if uh, we can like reveal anything more about our scenario. I'm also it's, going to do the same. Yes. It is still black. Hmm. Spell, 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 spell. Can I, spell. I'm going to toss my fire at it, at the little veil, just to see yeah. if it goes through. Yeah, you toss your fire and it goes through and it dims severely as if okay. like this darkness is like thick in this space. So it would just sort of reduce your visibility. It's, the light is not as potent as it was. Got it. Okay. Well, everybody stay close. Uh, body system. Uh, uh, 
Everybody pair up. Nobody go off alone. <laughs> uh, I just was about to assign buddies until I realized that there's a lot of uh, relationships that need to be managed. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you act and care? Go, go ahead. <laughs> Her and you and me. Julian won't stay near Craig. Uh, the rest of you figure it out. I'm going to offer my arm out to Askarath. <laughs> Askarath's going to take your arm. <laughs> leaving. my turn to try and draw a mental map. Who's that leaving with? There's an odd number of people. Arcos, come on, bud. It's the bo- boys group over here. Let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> so her, hold up. Herin, Julian... We're not actually splitting up. I just am telling people to like have somebody that is like this is this is caving one hundred and one. You always got to have a buddy, even if you're in a group. Make sure you don't get lost. Nobody gets stuck. Hopefully, so both know. of you don't disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll wander over. <clears throat> so, um, who wants to go first? Does anybody here happen to be well versed in crypts? Uh. <laughs> like hell, I'd go second, <laughs> and then I'm gonna start walking through the. Oh, you gotta get me killed! I'm gonna follow. Just like what? holding up a ball of fire with his staff, just like looking around. Like I also have mine. I pick mine up back up whenever we go through, and it's also yeah. blue. <laughs> nice. Um, you all walk through and find yourself in a room that is roughly 25 feet by 25 feet. Um, you're, it's easy enough once you go through there to sort of like find the edge however once you start walking in this square room you you like hand on the wall count the corners so you enter you turn right one turn two turn three turn four turn and as you come across you walk expecting to find the opening from the hallway that you passed through to get here and it's just smooth stone. Love a disappearing door. We're already in it, boys. I'm gonna knock on it. Just don't, don't, don't. Uh, damn. Magnus like hits the like his fist hard against the wall where the door was, and like looks down a little bit. Um, like he like looks sort of upset and then he turns around and looks so excited and he says dungeon they always play the hits in places like this disappearing door no way out veil of darkness let's go it has been ages since i've had this sort of fun Askarath looks at you with the same level of disdain as the first time uh, she saw arcos in the city <laughs> i love how oh, that's come- like the metric for disdain <laughs> oh, don't take it personally, Askarath. It's because I love learning new things that I am so excited. And I promise I won't take anything that isn't important to our quest and that we absolutely need to see. If you say so. Let me see both hands. Okay, excellent. <laughs> see, I trust him. Don't you trust him? Just raises their eyebrow at you. Uh, right, onward. <clears throat> if you can even see that. Yeah, wait a minute. You can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can feel. Yeah, the the 
the empathy link you generate when somebody is giving you the eye is just thick with this one. Yeah. Okay, you're in this room. Um, so just right off the bat, like, is Magnus's magical eyes seeing anything dangerous through like the dark haze? Nope. Okay. Um, there are some skeletons on the floor, though. Ooh. I am going to investigate the skeletons. They don't look like they've been placed there, right? They look like they died there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's investigate the cause of death. Give me notice. Unless there's something else you'd rather try. Notice. Um, unless you think that a cult might be more revealing. I would say notice. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, six. Okay, with the six, um, these are skeletons, so it is hard to discern a lot of information. It's not, it's not like a dead body. It is fully, like, bones. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any damage to any of the bones or any nicks or scratches that would indicate, like, something killed them. Like, like a monster or a creature or another person killed them. Whatever they died from, um was at some level internal so it could be they starved to death it could be someone cast a spell on them and like i don't know melted their brain you wouldn't really be able to tell that there's not they're really old skeletons though so there's not any even like lingering magic Hmm. but you can tell there's not lingering magic which i think is in itself information well these skeletons are by no means recent So, there's some good news. The party of eight that went in recently got further than this room. Or were taken to some place different when they crossed the veil. So, that means that there's a way forward. Now we just need to find it. My question is, what in this room was able to kill them? Or did perhaps these things change? Could have been starvation or some sort of magic. Or perhaps a poisonous gas filled the room. Or maybe they were incinerated. Could have been anything, really. We just know that they weren't clobbered to death since the bones aren't really broken. I'll take that information as positive. Hmm. Um, is there anything else that I would notice just, like, walking around the room? Like, anything out of place or... Um, no, what's above is. us? Is it, like, just a closed ceiling, or is there, like, any open space? It's a closed ceiling. I'd like to run my hand along the wall and see if I can find anything that would indicate any change. Um, just cracks, maybe a change in texture, like if there's a painting or something. There are no breaks in the seams. Okay. Uh, do you guys need to, like, pray, pray a door open? Saying a prayer help here? We're in like a church or whatever. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like I can't imagine, so. Oh, oh did you want to try praying? Uh, you know, since Furia loves you so much. I'm. I, I think it would be best to let Furia's will take place over a solic- solicitation in this particular case. 
So, like, you think if Furia wants us to die, we should just die? If Furia wills it, yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Furia, get your ass down here. That's the spirit, Askarath. I am certain that there is a door somewhere around here. I just... <laughs> what, uh, what he just kind of says that. Is, is that... Is that how you think this works? I I don't know. I was never really big on, you know, worship. He just kind of looks at Arcos and then looks back at Winnie like, is this what you've been teaching them? <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I haven't really taught them anything. They've Oh, so lead by example. No, they teach me much more than I teach them. About Furia. Well, in certain circumstances, I do suppose that... Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Ar- Arcos, what are you saying? Um, come on, Arcos, just, just a little prayer. You got this. No big deal. There are many there are many times when I've found that perhaps Furia is the route, the route and my route toward understanding and goodness in the world, but there are others who have found others as well. Yeah, I know how gods work, Arcos. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, just. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm get down on uh, both knees. There's. It's <laughs> funny when I picture. Um, my family has a, a Buddhist monk uh, statuette on the mantle. And just the position he's in, I'll send it if I'm ever back in my family's home. It's exactly what I picture <laughs> in front of But, um, like, both knees and, like, an arched back, like, leaning up toward toward the sky. Um, and say, uh, just... <clears throat> Furia, if it be your will, show us the way. And do I, like, roll for that? Or what's the man role for religion to work um you actually don't need to roll uh, okay nothing happens got it <clears throat> well it was just an idea hey Oscarath you, you said that your title was uh, guardian of the crypt crypt keeper something of that nature yeah close enough is that just a ceremonial title, or is there some conference of power and responsibility that comes along with that? Well, I think every title confers power and responsibility. Right, but I mean a sort of capital P power, like... Have you ever noticed while wandering around the crypts that you were able to find your way in a sort of... preternatural sense, or maybe that you were able to interact with things down here in strange ways? No, should I? Hmm, no. I I mean, I know, like, where to go and where to get there. I figured that out pretty quick, but I'm just, like, good at memorizing stuff. I think Magnus is on to something. Perhaps it would better be you to pray to Furia or to interact with this room. I I, I don't think I can. I feel like I already gave a pretty good prayer, but I can go for round two. Should should maybe more than one of us 
do something at the same time? Nothing's stopping you from both praying. In fact, you could pray together. That would be nice. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Askarath. I'm out of my element here. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I mean, I don't know if there is always a right thing to do. Well, I mean, I guess here is, because that's the one that gets us out, but... <sighs> Fine, let's go for it. Firia, Arcos, and I are asking you to get your ass down here, oh holy protector. Please. Nothing happens. Amazing. Well, plan we just B, start then. blowing shit up at this point? Like, I. Yes, that was plan B, Woody. <laughs> Um, uh, can I use elemental manipulation on the wall to try to, like, detect if there's, like, space behind the wall where I can, like, pull out some of the rock and, like... Like, if there's, if, if, like, one of these walls is secretly, like, shallow and there's a space behind it? Yes, yeah, because I can move a square foot of earth, so, like, if I can sort of, like, pull on different places... Yeah, um, you do that. How how does that, is that like a time thing or how many times can you do that? Um, it says, so it costs a power point to use the power and it says duration five, so five rounds. Allows minor manipulation of basic elements. Earth, move a square foot of earth, half that in stone each round or spray sand in opponent's eyes. Okay, so this would be a half cubic foot of stone because okay. all of these are stone. Um, you pull an area and... There's just more stone behind it. So can I just, like, test the four, like, centers of the squares of the room? To, like, So, like, test where I know the door yeah. was previously, and then, like, each spot matching that on the four sides? Yeah, um, you'll have to cast it four times to do that, but you are able to. Well, so it's one PowerPoint. So theoretically, I would be able to do one of those half feet of stone each Round, so I would get no. It's it's one half foot of stone, I would think. Yeah, for each round for five rounds. So is I would it be does able it say per round or is it just it say says duration half. five? So, so I'm not I think sure you if it's... have like thirty seconds to move a half foot of stone. Oh, okay. It, I don't. I think if it were the other way, it would just be a duration one. Um. Yeah, I'll burn. I guess I'll try just. The I'll give you two. If you burn two, no, I will it, give this you. This says it. this says move a square foot of earth each round. Each round. Oh, does it say each round? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah, each round. So you can have. Okay. That. So I get five pulls basically around the room. Um, all of your pulls just bring more stone. Hmm. What's the floor look like? Also stone. Are there, there markings anywhere that we are able nope. to parse? It is Can I if you wanted one of, if you wanted your four poles to have been one on each wall and one on the floor, you could have done that as well. Same result, I'll, but I'll you maybe Magnus would feel a little like more thorough. Okay. Is it, can I check the skeletons if the, any of them are holding anything or 
looking anywhere or um do they have anything on them were they wearing anything do they have metal armor that's left something they have some scraps um again these skeletons are old as hell you could probably deduce that anything they had might have been taken by people in the millennium that have like passed since these guys died okay so absolutely nothing to gain from searching them no and i will say that you you can search that you can have searched them thoroughly okay Hmm. Um. All right, shot in the dark here. Hey, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know that crown you have. Yeah, kind of. This is a rhetorical question. <clears throat> if uh, some ancient magic in there, maybe you could go and lightly tap the crown against some of the stone walls. Yeah, the um, the crown doesn't work in here. Because it's all Furia. This is all an Amoros. That checks out. Makes sense. Well, but if it's all Furia, then I don't think that we were entirely wrong to think... Hmm. Do you two, Arcos and Anemoros, um, sorry, not Anemoros, yeah, Arcos, chilling there. <laughs> so many A names. Um, Arcos um, and Askarath, do you have any um, sort of Feria specific spells that you could use to sort of poke and prod around the room? After all, if uh, your theory was right, that it was the traps around here are to prevent people that shouldn't be messing with whatever's hidden, then surely the keeper of the crypt would be the well-equipped person to bypass those traps. I, um, don't really have a lot of magic. Mostly just, and can, like, makes a, a like, ball of glow, ball of glowing light, um, in her hands, and uh, has a sword at her hilt. She's like, this can also do some pretty good smites, but uh, that's that's about that's about it. Can, Magic's not really my thing. I also can smite. I'm gonna pick up my mace and have it glow. Um, just hold yeah. my mace up, and as it's glowing, say, um, "Also, cast bolts of holy light and drain power from my enemies." Outside of that, I. Learn to heal with my own hands. Are there any, like, sayings or specific prayers? Like, motto of the church? Anything like that that you could, like, offer up? Can I search my memory? <laughs> um, I don't know what I roll for that. Can I roll to pay attention in, in class? <laughs> yeah, is there, like, history or religion? Uh, let's see here. I, I have a hunch. Go for it. While I'm looking at, go for it. Can faith work? Because that's kind of like religion. (laughs) Is there any reason for Magnus to think that this? So just putting some things together. 
two dead bodies were left here. Doesn't look like there was like a lot of a struggle when they died. This is a crypt. Mm -hmm. We have been learning a lot about how an aspect of certainty in Furia is the certainty of death. Does Magnus get the impression that a like sacrificial spilling of blood would do something in this situation? Um not necessarily. Oh, Furious. Would it be rad magic? Magnus just like cut his hand open anyway to see. I mean, if Magnus wants to cut his hand open, I'm not going to stop him. God. Uh, I think he definitely is thinking about it, but if you're not going to affirm that instinct, then I'm not going to hurt myself for no reason. So, unless that's the answer, I'm not going to do it. If Magnus. you if you want to if you want like you won't take a wound for it if that's what you're worried about. If you want Magnus to be dramatic, but you don't want to suffer mechanical consequences, I'm happy to allow you to do that. <laughs> it's not so much about wanting to be dramatic. It's just a very dramatic thing to do and be wrong about it, you know? So <laughs> it's just so like... fair. <laughs> You're, there's an, out of, I will say, you've been spending a lot of time looking at these paintings. And while many of them have depicted, you know, the lives of the people who are buried in this crypt, there are other things that have talked about... Um, like tenants of Furia and worship and things. Some of them are in languages you don't know. Some of them are in languages you could parse. Also, you were walking through, you didn't get a good look. However, you didn't get anything about like sacrifice is not a huge tenant of Furia's worship. I see. So, or not explicitly. I think Argos are wanted to roll for something, but I, I want to see what what he's rolled discovers before I go down this next rabbit if i could just roll for like just, i guess just turning to Askarath and going through and being like okay there are noble truths there's the truth there's the virtue of things that are there's the importance of of peace there's the inherent need for order i can't believe this all comes down to a quiz i just refuse to accept that i mean me too but what else are we gonna do here i'm not exactly swimming in options fury is not known as the god of Options. I don't know what I'm supposed to okay, do here. Okay, well, maybe we're thinking about this wrong. Well, how else can I think about it? Wait, there's the, the noble truths of our faith, right? And we, we, we wear orange robes and we have top... We have the okay, all of those noble truths... Look, if, if, if I've learned one thing from working down here and looking through the histories and reading old journals left behind by people who've been dead for centuries and looking at paintings and taking etchings of wall carvings... It's that none of that bullshit about like wearing the orange robes and hat putting the fucking sun on everything and like none of that is what makes Furia Furia. All of that is just a a way in which we're trying to comprehend just an aspect of who they are. Preach. So whatever is here, if Furia is the god of certainty, the god of things that are, whatever is here has to be something that will always be true. Whatever it is that we need to get out of here has to be something that anyone who walked in a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, or five hundred years from now, whenever, could figure it out. And I can't, I, I just can't accept the fact that that would be something we learned in school. Like, it, it's just, there's no way. I've seen way too much 
knowledge get lost for that to be the case. That... You're right. Can I usually I... am. Can I pick up a skull? Mm-hmm. Um... Hey, it's just like that, uh, that old bard story about, uh, uh, ham hock. That's who it was. <laughs> You're like ham hock with that oh, skull. Yeah. Yes, yes. Alas, poor Torek. I knew him, Shmoratia. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Alright, um... <clears throat> I'm going to... Use my normal voice. Um, I'm gonna walk over with the skull and say... Nothing is certain but death, I suppose. And... See if I could just insert it into the wall where the door disappeared. You press the skull and it hits the wall. Part of it crumbles. It's like really old and fragile, actually. The, the skull, not the wall. Well, what a shot. Well, I suppose we are truly trapped. Well, that's it. I accept death, and I hope you all do as well. This has got to be the lamest way to die, just talking to death. <laughs> talking to death. I yeah, this uh, kind of sucks. <laughs> Julian says. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of trick here. Yeah. Julian, do you have any ideas, lad? Um, I, I don't know. Can we can we explode the wall? Is that possible? No, that's <laughs> bad. That's actually really bad. We're in, we're in the room where the explosion would happen. Never mind. I take it back. That's true. We probably shouldn't explode anything. Uh yeah, I agree that that's a bad <laughs> idea. We should do that later. But um, <clears throat> I can hear you. Don't explode my crypt. <laughs> Um, okay, we're in a room with zero clues. I put one puzzle in this crypt because I knew it would- <laughs> You put us in a room and said, figure it out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> one puzzle. Two skeletons in a room with zero other features or things to interact with. So there's nothing on the floor, there's nothing on the walls, and there's nothing on the ceiling. And There's it's gotta 20... be something that- Anyone could do. Any any person who walks in here could do. Well, we've done a pretty good job of the basics. I'm sure we're all breathing. Um, someone's probably drank some water at this point, so stuff that everybody can do. Um, we pass through a veil of darkness. Perhaps... Part of this is not fighting against the inevitability of things like darkness, and Magnus is going to turn out his fire and see if anything happens. Uh, I'll follow. I'll follow suit with my fire. I'll turn off the mace flashlight. You do, and as Karath turns out her light as well, and it is dark. This is, I don't know if you've ever experienced like cave darkness where there is no light. You can't see your hand moving in front of you. 
And there is this kind of presence that Arcos, you are familiar with, as well as some of your other traveling companions of divinity. And you're thinking about what Askarath said in the fact that there are so many things about the way that we worship the gods that aren't the unchangeable truths of the gods themselves. And here, amidst all this darkness, you can feel the presence of Furia faintly. Not as if they're there with you, but that some aspect of them, some blessing of theirs, is in this place. And everywhere the darkness is, you can feel your God, which is almost the exact opposite of what you've been taught your whole life. And as you all sit there, Magnus, you kind of close your eyes instinctively at some point. And you hear that cacophony of whispers yet again. And it says, stand at my grave. And Winnie, in this darkness, you feel an embrace. You feel someone longing for your embrace. And a sort of loss, but probably not the one that immediately comes to your mind. And I'll leave what goes through the minds of our other traveling companions up to some other form of lore. As your eyes adjust and the darkness recedes and you all find yourself in a impossibly large underground cavern. It must be at least a hundred feet high, perfectly hewn stone. You're sort of in this, as you were in a 25 by 25 room. We're all relatively clustered together, drawing near instinctively in the darkness before the lights went out entirely. And around you are rows and piles of skeletons strewn about. And as you take a breath and survey, you see little pinpricks of teal light in each of the eye sockets as they begin turning toward you.
if no one else remembers, we were going down into the crypt at night with Azkarath with us. God. And it was totally and cool. It was totally chill. <laughs> Nobody was, was awkward about it. Great vibes. <laughs> we are all thriving right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure 
when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um... Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the the theme song, as always. Um, And thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, But yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, That's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.